Welcome back to Chaos in Christ podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. Today, we're going to get into something that I saw on the Gateway Pundit, and it's pretty much all over the news. A store clerk who got pretty much beat up in the store shoots the customer down after the fight happens. And I saw the video. I don't have the video to play the clip or anything like that, but I did see the video very heartbreaking just the whole outcome of the whole thing just a heartbreaking thing to see but there's a lot to take from there and a lot to learn from there and to see what scripture says about it all right but before we get into that i would just ask if you would be so kind if you like this content if you're returning and uh or you're just coming across right and you're looking to just make sense of what's happening in culture and what does the scripture say about it Well, I would just invite you to, one, follow this podcast. That's a huge support for me, at least for now. And if you can at least just send it to one person, that would be so helpful. Honestly, it really would. Uh, Look me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know what you thought. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So that's my shameless plug for right now. Let's get into this whole thing. O'Reilly store clerk shoots customer. That's literally what goes down. So I'm watching the video and really just kind of starts in the middle so there was already an argument taking place and the customer has the there's a camera on the customer with obviously a bystander just there taking this all in, which is a whole nother thing, a whole other topic for me to kind of discuss upon. But this person is taking this in. She is arguing with the store clerk. I guess the store clerk, from what I can tell from the vantage point that we get from the video is that the store clerk says something about her mama. That's right. Mama jokes are still in, guys, and and it gets pretty heated. It's still happening today. And so that responded back with even more anger. Now, the, the quarrel was already high. The tensions were already high. There was argument in there. Again, the video starts in the middle. And so it already had started out of something. What started it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's hard to tell. But in the middle of it, it escalated, obviously. That's when they started to catch it. And then mama jokes or mama this or you know your mom, whatever, started to come out. And that was not flying for the customer. And so out of her rage, I, felt, I feel like she felt disrespected and maybe even embarrassed. She took it upon herself to go grab the store clerk from her hair and start wailing on her in her face. Literally just smacking punches on her. And she, I mean, I'll be honest with you. She got beat up. It was pretty bad. She got knocked out for a couple uh, rounds there. Now, after that happened, she was done. She basically felt justified in her actions because of the disrespect that she got in regards to her mother. I guess that's the the case. And so she started to walk away, talking loudly, you know, again, feeling confident that she just laid it on her. And then in the video, this woman goes behind the, the counter of the store or whatever, has a gun. I don't know what kind of gun, but then pulls it on her. She notices it, tries to get away, but then she shoots her right there. In the video, you see it. Boom. One shot. She goes down and it, it's insane. It's intense. The person who's taking the video was like, oh, okay, that's it, man. Grab the battery. Let's go. I don't, you know, they just shot her. Let's just get that out of here. Just let's get what we got, you know, came here for and let's go, which angers me, man, because, you know, it's cowardly. Yet they had all the time in the world to just record this, right? So that way they can post this up. And for what? To say that they were the ones on the scene. They were the ones that were recording it. But when it got real, that was it. Give me my battery. Let's go. How about, you know, hey, stop the the arguments. Stop this before it gets out of hand. 
Where, where, what's going on with society where we would rather just take a video of something just escalate? It's insane. Now, again, it's like it's kind of like a double thing here because, well, we have a video so we can actually see what happened and assess what actually happened. I saw some other news media outlets trying to cover it, but they make it seem like they didn't know how it happened, but it, that it did happen and that they're going in for investigation to see more. In the social media world that we live in, we can't even wait for mainstream media anymore. We already know what's happening because people within it, they're the reporters. They're recording it in live time and then showing us everything. And the media is still over here talking about we, we're doing some investigations. Bro, we've seen it. <laughs> I'm already ahead of you. It's crazy. But that's the world we live in. I got a couple points to make about this. Very important. Point number one, be careful with your words. All right? Just be careful. Because clearly, words will turn something into something else. It can escalate, all right? So you got to watch out with what you say to people. You might just say it to the wrong one. And I guess that's what happened when within this argument, the store clerk started to throw out some mama insults. That's it. <laughs> that was it. You said it to the wrong one. Because in the video, she goes up, pulls her, and starts wailing on her, like I mentioned. So you got to be careful with your words, Okay. I know we're living in a culture that's like, you know, I, I don't filter myself. I don't filter myself. That's cool. Hey, I, I can be like that even myself at times. But I'm telling you, you better be willing, be prepared to back it up. That's all I'm saying is just back it up. All right. Point number two, if you decide to lay hands on someone, uh, be prepared for anything. You made the choice. And that's another thing we're not thinking about in our society. We think that once we put our hands on it, it's done, right? We handled it our way. It's done, finito, and there's nothing else. But with every action, there's a reaction, and there's consequences. Now, consequences may come later. You may not even think it's happening to you. You may not even realize why your life has made a turn based on the decisions that you made, but ultimately, in, in a more subtle way, it's a consequence, and then sometimes consequences are right away, immediate and instant. I mean, in your face. And so that's exactly what happened. You need to be prepared. If you are making decisions out here and you decided you're going to throw hands with people out on these streets, you need to understand you don't know what that person has. You really don't. You don't know if they got a knife under them. You don't know what where their, their psyche's at. And you don't know if they are carrying a gun. You really don't, okay? So if you're going to do something like this, and you're going to let words really affect you in that way and decide to lay hands on someone. Be prepared for whatever comes. And unfortunately, that's what happened to this customer. She got it. And it's very unfortunate. Now, point number three, whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. I mean, they used to be a thing that they used to teach us back in elementary school, even probably below that, right? Like in preschool, because what kids are mean and we use words. We use words in, in a way to get our way, to make someone uplifted or to put someone down. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But ultimately, we we were supposed to grow up as adults, functional adults in society to understand that not everyone's going to agree with you and that at some point in time, you were going to get into some sort of potential altercation, conflict, disagreement, whatever, where the tension is high, it can get heated. And then words are being used in a way that you normally wouldn't hear it under any other context. But in this context, when everybody is flared up and the heat is rising, 
anything goes. And so people will say things to get under your skin, to trigger you, to what? Have power over you. And so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking these are two grown adults, two women, grown adults, exchanging words with one another. And one being so triggered to the point where she decides to lunge out, grab her, and literally start throwing punches. This is the the kind of state of affairs that we're in as a people. We're so sensitive. We are so riled up by words, by our self-esteem. Our narcissism is peaking out. We are bought into this idea of no one's going to disrespect me, and then we're going to take everything in our hands and fight it. Now, If you look at that video, you would see someone who felt justified in laying down the smackdown on this girl. And we're living in a culture that would be online and say, you know what? I would too. You know, the disrespect, this, this, and that. And you feel puffed up. But what it really shows is a really deep-rooted insecurity and sensitivity in people today that we are literally lashing out. Our professionalism is gone. We don't respect the workplace. We don't care. People don't care about what's happened. They'll just record it. Not looking to be a neighbor and to stop the the conflict, to at least step in and say enough, you know, this doesn't have to get this way. Instead, we want to record it. Like this is the state of affairs that we are in. This is the cultural decay that we are we are in. And I'm going to get into why we are there in a bit in the next segment. But whatever happened to that? We are so soft these days. Soft. I mean, I'm talking about sensitive where we we are so easily triggered to the point where we are willing to do something like that, like lay hands on someone. That is an insecurity, and that is a, a decay on society where we were weak. And in our weakness and in our anger, in our, in our fury, we lash out like a child would. That right there is supposed to be taken care of in childhood, right? The tantrums that take place in a child when they do not get their way, that gets nipped in the butt, at least back in the day it did. Because you start to learn how to act and you start to realize that you're not going to get your way by just simply acting like that. And then when when a child is constantly being given over to that moment, that heated moment, and the parent just forfeits their disciplinary actions and say, look, you win. I don't want to deal with your crying. I don't want to deal with your anger. Then what you develop is adults who one, once they meet another adult, they won't give in to their loudness. What What's next? Well, the next thing is lay some hands, throw some hands. Let's go. That's the next thing. It just goes even further. Again, I'll get more into that in a second. My, number, uh, my other point. Okay, so the shooting. I'm, I'm about to get into the shooting. So after that, after she lays it out, again, the fight's over. She's on her phone. She's talking stuff. But then the store clerk goes and grabs the gun and then starts to kind of walk towards her in a high, high speed. She wasn't running or chasing her. She was approaching her with full intention. And I guess I, from the video, you can see that she sees it and then kind of turns as in she couldn't run fast enough before that shot took off and hit her. That shooting was a revenge shot. That right there was because... Well, she hit her because she felt disrespected, and now she shoots her because not only was she disrespected, but now she was embarrassed because she didn't really have the chance to fight back. She didn't win that fight, in all honesty. She got beat up. I'll be honest. I saw the video. She got smacked on a couple times. Now, had she had fought back in the middle of it, that's self-defense. And you know what? I'm all for it. If you lay hands on me, then you're about to get it too. So that's one thing. 
And if I felt if I had the gun in my person and I'm a law-abiding citizen who carries legally and you are engaging in a conflict with me and I felt like this is going to proceed further to the point where I was about to get killed and I can see something like that and then I use it to shoot you, now you have something to defend yourself with at court because you're going to court for sure. And so you have a self-defense kind of you know argument to present here. But in this video, you don't get that. Because she stops the fight and the fight was over. The threat was over. And so in embarrassment, she goes and grabs her gun and then chases her down and shoots her. And she falls straight on the floor. That, that broke my heart, to be honest with you. I'm not saying either of them are right, but it's just how it ended, how it, how it escalated, and what that brought it to. An image bearer of God killing another image bearer of God. Or not killing. Thank God she's actually alive. So she sustained injuries, but they're non-threatening. Uh, so she should be fine. That was a revenge shot. It was unjustifiable. That came from a place of anger and malice. Intention. Now, I don't know if she's so well skilled in the gun that she shot her in such a way that she knew she wouldn't die. Either way, it doesn't look good on her. In that video, she's not justified in the way that she shot her. She's just not. It's unfortunate. Now, again... If you're going to lay your hands on someone and fight, you better be prepared for someone's reaction. All right. So that's honestly on her. But now we have to put responsibility on the shooter without having that self-control, without just taking that L, right? Just take that L. You're embarrassed. You're angry. Or at the very least, just go ahead and fight her back fist to fist. At least she didn't bring out a knife on you or anything else. I'm just saying, I'm just playing this advocate here, but... Instead, she goes and shoots her down. Unjustifiable. You're going to go to jail for that. that. That's just really where it's at. And then the other thing, the, my other point is, she kicks her while she's down. Do you see the heart of the matter here? What's happening? I mean, okay, even if you thought you can argue self-defense, that video shows you had more intentions than that. You had revenge. You had the regaining of power shifting. Because you felt you lost that power the minute she beat you up. And so when you shot her down, you saw that she was unable to defend herself. So then kick her while she's down or shot, whatever you want to say. There's a power struggle here. There's a, a respect struggle. And someone's trying to earn it some way, somehow. And it sounds like two adults who probably never heard the word no and got anything they want just by simply screaming and hollering, meeting each other in an O'Reilly auto store. Very unfortunate. And then people who are recording this nonsense are okay with the conflict rising up up until the point where it gets real. And the person then wants to just get out, get the battery that he went to buy, and then leave. But guess what? He's still recording all the while. You would think, right, like after a shot, you just be like, uh, close it, go. I'm I'm scared, freaked out. I just I gotta get out of here. This this person's, you know, loose. No, he keeps recording. <laughs> what? Man, we are lost in this culture to still keep recording. Now, again, we have more insight as to what happened because we recorded, but still, it's just something that, that's really wrong about the whole thing, all right? Now, point number seven here, all this happened. I don't know what started the argument, but the argument escalated and then took a bad turn because someone disrespected someone's mom. That's where we're at. That's the chaos of it all. So with that, what I want to do is get into scripture. Let's look at Proverbs 17, verse 14. The beginning of strife is like letting out water. 
So abandon the quarrel before it breaks out. Do you hear that? When that strife, that argument is starting to build up, someone needs to have the wisdom to abandon it. Someone has to, to recognize where this can really be headed. Someone has to have that. There is a wisdom in abandoning the quarrel, the fight, the argument. Where in, I mean, again, debates and arguments, they need to be had. But when you know it's elevating to a place where emotions are stirred and now it's getting real personal, someone needs to abandon this. Because why? Because as the proverb says, it's like letting out water. I think there's another version that talks about like being in front of a dam, right? Where the dam is holding back an enormous amount of water and you need to abandon it before it breaks out. So imagine... Imagine if you are with another party and you're standing before a dam, you are maybe, you know, five, six, six, eleven at, at the tallest, but this dam is just way beyond your comprehension. And it cracks all the way down and then breaks through and then the water comes. One question for you is this who does it affect? The person who started the fight, the person who finished the fight. Doesn't matter. That water is gonna swallow all of you. And everyone else around you. You get the picture here? The beginning of strife is like letting out water. So abandon the quarrel before it breaks out. Because when it does, it will cause damage. It will escalate into something you did not want it to go. And then you'll look back and think, that was foolish, ignorant, immature. This is the word of the Lord. This is wisdom from God. Now, let's look at... um, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 3. It is a glory for a man to cease quarreling. It's a glory for a man to cease quarreling, right? But an ignorant fool will break out in dispute. You had two people here in this situation who what the scriptures are basically saying were both ignorant and foolish. And they allow themselves to break out into dispute. So what is the cause of this? What brings this about in us? Well, obviously, everything has to do with the heart and the heart of the matter. James chapter four, verse one reads, what is the source of your quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source of your pleasures that wage war in your members? You lust and do not have, so you murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. The source of our conflict comes from our pleasures that are waging war within our members. They're waging war. What do we want? Well, we we live and operate in pride. And in this situation with that video, what they wanted was power over the other. What they wanted was respect. What they wanted was to be able to say, I'm on top and no one's going to disrespect me. What they wanted was their way. One party was arguing for their way. The other one was arguing for their way. And because there was an audience, well, someone had to win, right? Or someone's going home in shame. And neither of those two was willing to do that. So what we see here is in the heart, we have a war. And because we lust, we lust after whatever. In this situation, in this sort of scenario, they lusted after power over the other. The last word, the last say. And none of them could get it. So they murder. Now, thank God no one really died. But it was dang near close. Would you agree? She shot her. She shot her. Now, you know, in most fights, most fist fights won't end up in death. Still not right. But you didn't know whether this woman had a skill set that can truly kill someone with her fist if she truly desired to let that go. 
She definitely took it that far. She wanted to win this battle. And it wasn't going to happen with words, so she laid her hands on her. And then as soon as that woman got beat up, she realized she was not only going to be able to win that war with words or fist fights. So what is the next thing? I'm going to take her down with something I know can. The war between what we want inside, that lust, we go and we murder. We're envious and cannot obtain, so we fight and quarrel. And we do not have because we do not ask. We don't ask who? God. For peace? For a sense of self-respect in Christ that, that really truly matters? You don't think one day down the line you're going to go through some sort of conflict with someone else who disagrees with you vehemently? Where it begins to escalate in such a pace that and now it's getting out of control? Someone needed to abandon the quarrel before it broke out. And unfortunately, none of them did, so it broke out. It was just a disrespect on each other. And so the embarrassment rose up and it became even worse. So what, what should we have done, right? Well, here's what Jesus teaches us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 38. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. I'm not going to read the rest because I think that's uh, on point. Now, is that to say, well, when someone literally lays hands on you and punches you in the face, just take it? No. No, 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 no. Because I believe... You know, I'm just talking, but I believe that if someone were to punch me, I'm punching back. It's just going down like that. It is. What does that really mean, though? Well, I know that in Peter's, and I can't remember what chapter or verse, but when uh, Peter, in the book of Peter, the letter, he did not exchange reviling for reviling. Words being exchanged. We are called not to, to, do, to answer to evil with evil. Words are just words at the end of the day. And yes, they do have an effect on people, clearly. But here, in this worldview, in this point of view that Christ gives us, is that we won't resist that evil person. Let, let them say what they want to say. Let them talk about your mother all they want. It has nothing to do with your mother. It has everything to do with theirs at the very end of the day. This is a, a them problem, not a you problem. If indeed they are looking for something to attack you with and you are truly the innocent one. Again, within that story, I have no idea what, how it really started. There's a lot to unfold there. But based on what the video and what you've seen, it ended up being a bad uh, tragedy. I mean, again, no one died. She didn't die. But I'm just saying it ended up being worse than it should have ever been and escalated way too far. In that worldview, we would have, one of them would have abandoned and let them say what they wanted to say. And some might have gotten hit and, and you know what, taken it. And I give more props to those people who can get hit like Chris Rock got hit by Will Smith and not retaliate, but just simply take it. Stand firm and know that it's a better choice. Forget what the culture says. Forget what society says. And forget what social media says. Ultimately, if you could see the future and saw that you were about to get shot, for laying your hands on someone because you felt disrespected. Would you lay your hands on them? No, you wouldn't because you don't have nothing on you. And even if you did, do you really want to take it that far? You might miss your shot and they might they might just hit you bullseye. You're playing a Russian roulette kind of game here if you could see the future, but you can't. And so that's why there's wisdom that needs to be exercised. That's why Proverbs says, hey, this, you know, the strife that is stirring up and unless you abandon it, it's going to break out even further into something worse. You have to have wisdom. 
and you have to be able to to recognize that there's going to be some sort of uh, hills you don't really need to die on. Let them say what they want to say. If it hurts your ego and it makes you feel some sort of way and makes you respond in a certain act, uh, manner, then you're weaker than you thought and you give yourself up for everyone else to have power over you. Now, there is that, that doesn't mean there's no room for self-defense, as I, th- uh, as I said, excuse me. If she had fought back, she would have been in her right. And again, I mentioned that, you know, I would have done the same thing. I would have fought. It's self-defense. But in this position and the way that it ended, she wasn't in danger after the good old-fashioned beatdown. She took it further. In rage and in revenge, she shot her. What does this tell us? That without Christ, his word, and the Holy Spirit living in you, then your worldview is tooth for tooth and eye for eye in a perverted and corrupt way. Because some might say, well, she got what's coming to her. Again, maybe if she only then returned back with just fist fighting as well. What happened was she got hit a couple times to the face. I mean, she got dragged down by the hair, was on the ground. She was getting the, the punches to her face. And then she stopped. Now, she could have retaliated with her own few because maybe she didn't have the advantage and tripped over while she was getting her hair pulled. And maybe that was an unfair sort of attack. But instead, when the fight was done, she gets up consciously, I guess, in her head, realizing I'm not going to win this fight with this. So I'm going to go grab that. Without Christ, his word and the Holy Spirit living in you, then your worldview is a tooth for a tooth and an eye for an eye. And in a more corrupt way, you will elevate it. You will, you will do whatever you can. Because you're trying to satisfy you at that moment. You're trying to serve you at that moment. One of them could have ignored the other and let the mama jokes fly. So what, right? It has nothing to do with your mother. It has nothing to do with that. There's something deeper going on there. But this is why we quarrel and kill. We do not know love or fear. God, two image bearers who clearly don't have the love and fear of God. The the knowability of who God is as revealed in scripture. Because when you spend time in his word, you would eventually read and recognize that Jesus said, turn the other cheek. And in certain scenarios, you will get to a point where you realize this isn't worth it. So what, what is, can we take out of this? Well, one, s- spend time in the word and be in Christ and recognize that this culture, again, it is in chaos, but because we're a godless culture, we are deciding that we don't want his way. And so we do things our way and our way causes people to get shot in an O'Reilly auto shop. This is a very uh, important thing because what I saw in that video was very heartbreaking. When you see a light, a body drop and you think that they might've died, you realize how, how evil and how lost we are in our culture. And if this is an indication on where this is headed, then we are headed for a long, dark road. But there is hope, guys. There is hope only in Christ who reconciles us, who can allow us to see and abandon those quarrels when we see it coming, who gives us the wisdom to say no to it. The Holy Spirit giving us help and allowing us to to think differently and to pivot, bringing up the, the scriptures and the word of God to memory when that moment comes. This is why it's either Christ or chaos. And it's God's word that anchors us and centers us and makes us understand what's happening within us. What's happening there is is because of the pleasures that are waging war within us and our lusts wanting but not being able to obtain. This is a result of being in a world that does not honor, fear, or know God. And so I encourage you, if you don't know who Christ is, 
turn to him, repent of your sins, and put your trust in him. But if you're a believer and a Christian who sees what's happening and you're concerned, not understanding why, well, there it is. That's why. So pray and share the gospel. Don't be afraid of what's happening. We have an opportunity right now to truly shed some light in in the midst of darkness. Go and do it. Be the church. Be bold. Be encouraged. You are the light, the salt of the earth. So, as I always say, remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless you.